It's life on life's terms. Yes. All right, here we are once again. I'm Tom Robinson, and this is the Life on Life's Terms podcast. We are not affiliated with any 12-step program, although we're big fans of them. We do endorse them. We've benefited from them. Yes, and I am Christopher Mandeville. Um, I am a heroin addict in recovery. Oh, yeah, Um, uh, me too. And uh, (laughs) we are here at a New Way Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass., on Quincy Ave., (laughs) Um, if you're in the social area, uh, there's a lot of resources here. Um, if you're a woman, tonight they have a nurturing meeting. Um, very good dinner and, you know, all that nurturing stuff. Um, so, <laughs> For women. Uh, what we ask is, you know, if you're watching this, if you could like and subscribe to the Life on Life's Terms podcast on either Apple Podcasts or Google Play. You could do um, that by going to the website, lolterms.com. Yes. Uh, you can it's share this video now. Um, you know, we're, we're just trying to bring awareness to what's taking place, um, you know, amongst, you know, us. And, like, I think it's really bad in, in Massachusetts and especially in the South Shore. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's yeah, an epidemic know. that's that's countrywide. Um, it's kind of crazy because the United States makes up, what, 4% of the population, but we consume 85% of the f- pain medication that's manufactured. So yeah. it's kind of well, crazy. Um, so uh, tonight up? we have uh, a friend of mine, Mike. Um, he's going to share his experience, strength, and hope with us and uh, with you as well. So take it away, Mike. Well, let's take it. Um, yeah, a little so closer my, with the mic. My name's Mike Dyer, and I'm honored to be here. Thank you guys for having me on tonight. Thank um, you for coming. Yeah, and I, I agree with Chris. It's very important, if you can, to help spread the message of hope, to like and share this page. Their, uh, their motives are pure, and I do believe um, it's only intended to help people, and it's, it's important right mm-hmm. now to do that. It seems oftentimes like we're sharing all the negativity in... Uh, yeah, and it's very good to to see somebody out there. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know. Right. It's and and like you, you were like you were saying before we started, you know, like I I see the videos of someone overdosed on the ground, and there's someone that's taking a video of them rather than helping them. You know, it's like they want to get likes and shares in a viral video before they want to help the human that's on the ground overdosing. Absolutely, you know what I mean? yeah, absolutely. Well, we could we could use a uh, just in general some more empathy, uh, you know, and less 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 judgment, more empathy, you know, in uh, just in general, yeah, in people, yeah, not even not even addicts, alcoholics, just people in general could use some more empathy to each other and and realize that you know nobody's perfect. You know, you're driving down the street and somebody cuts you off. Well, maybe they didn't mean to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's always best to assume uh, the best of people. It's going to bring you a lot of happier Absolutely. Results. It's funny you mention that. It made me think of a time we went to see this author in South Boston in a yoga studio, Noel Levine. Chris, I think you turned me on to this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over at um, uh, Rebel Recovery. Yeah, and he wrote Dharma Punks and Against the Stream. Yep. Yep. So I was really moved by his writings that we went to see him. He, he was in town to do um, 
some some book signings and uh you know uh and and we went to see him and and he was telling this story and and for me my my what's happened to me in life i feel like is an accumulation of other people's experiences as well as mine banging your head off the wall and learning from them you know mm. what i mean like yeah well, i i at one time had expectations of things working right on the first second and third tr- time and <laughs> i've come to, i've come to find now that i'm okay i know now that you need to exhaust all options and i know even beyond recovery life and professional life with yeah, things that we're right. trying to explore i know that you need more than the first run it's always when we reinvent it and reinvent it and, and explore more, you know. So when, yeah. with other people's stories, and this guy's story was talking about being in traffic, you know, and uh, and he says, you know, you ever in traffic and that that jerk in front of you, and he's he's going so slow, and it's almost like he's doing it on purpose to mess with you. Yeah. And he goes, do you ever think of the person behind you? And I was like, whoa! <laughs> I know, right? And it made me think yeah, of it when you good. just said the thing about about. You know, cutting them off. Everybody's filming everybody to try and hey, that he's a really nice guy, and that's not the altruistic plane that I'm trying to live on. And it's funny because I, I, I think I've come to find that we're all so much more of the same than we've ever come to realize. And again, I when I say we, I speak for myself, but I once would wait till everybody was looking to pick the trash up off the ground so everybody would go, wow, that Mikey's a nice guy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But, like, at the interim house uh, I I was at in 2006, and and I remember they still have this thing on the the mirror today in the kitchen, and it says, where's your program at when the eyes aren't on you? Absolutely. You know, and it's taken me years and years of going through this process over and over, and... And this time, why did it work? I, if I could define and tell you why, we could subscribe it to everybody. And right. we know that there isn't right. a cookie cutter way to do this. Right. I know that Alcoholics Anonymous is a fundamental program. If you follow these principles, it's, it, you'll, you'll get these results. It's great for the large masses. But I do believe after we go through that process and we've cleared the fog that we have to use other resources that are readily Abs- available. Absolutely. You know, and I'm, yep. again, I'm speaking for myself because I'm that guy. I'd go through the, the detox, the holding, the halfway house. I'd get a sponsor, I'd go to the sober house, I'd go through the steps, I'd do the steps one-on-one the way they were laid out, I got in contact with my higher power, and if you plugged me into a lie detector, these things I all believed to be true at the time, yep. but, but you know, now I look back and as I reflect, I can definitively understand why I had made choices I had in, in these times, but, but, um, but anyway, I, I've, I do feel like it's through these things that I, I've grown so much. And, right um, and and like even for myself like the 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 step work and and all that stuff that that's going to get you in touch with a higher power that's what it's there for but also in that literature it says you must enlarge your spiritual condition and how do you do that outside things absolutely. you know meditation friggin it, it does church i don't care what you do but you but if you're like, not 
it's 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 a simple slogan. If you're not growing, you're going, and it's true. Yeah, Even it's, if you're right on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? absolutely. Like, it seems like you talked about growing, uh, like you, you were learning from mistakes, though. You did it this way and that way, and and you and you and that's how you learned. Isn't yeah. It? Isn't oh, he, yeah. He's he's oh, learned yeah. <laughs> trial and error. Yeah, but I mean, again, even Edison said, you know, it, it, it's it's not that he hasn't caught it's right. He's just found ten thousand things wrong. Right. Do you yep. know what I mean? You yeah. have to embrace and accept that. You, and you, once I did, then I'm not so overwhelmed with the self-pity and doubt that I have failed upon my, yeah. you know, the thing that I was trying to do, you know? And now yep. I, I, I know, and I, I do believe how we do anything is how we do everything. And every time I would go through these processes, the answer is mentorship. I, we call it sponsors. Yeah. And for years, because we called it sponsors, I struggled and balked with this. But they're friends. Today, Mentors. I've come to find that they have, they give me more than I think I give them. They don't seem to realize this, mm. you know. But in, again, in, in professional life, people pay for personal coaches. People Listen, pay was, for mentorship. They I was, pay thousands of yeah, dollars I was listening for these to things. I was listening to Russell Brand today, and he's like, "I have mentors for acting. I have mentors for recovery. I have a mentor for this. I have and like he he looks for someone who specializes in a certain thing who that he's trying to do. Absolutely, and, you know, Trent, Trent Shelton, like um, Eric Thomas, um, Les Brown, um, Billy Allsbrook. Like, there's so many people that I." pull this and that from like i i can't just stick to one source absolutely you know? but it's perspective because right. for so long i was pulling from the negative sources see if you stand across from me and i draw a six on the ground it's a six to me and a nine to you yet we're both correct so is not life but about just perspective yeah so for so long mm. i was only looking at those negative aspects and once i got a new way and again it's through aa that I got the fog lifted mm-hmm. and back on track. But in addition to those efforts, how you do anything is how you do everything. So for me, the element is daily life. If you want whatever it is that you want to be a politician, to be the president or a CEO of a company, if you wanted to be the manager of a restaurant or you wanted to work at a fast food chain, it's you can't get there immediately. And right. how we do that is becoming okay with mundane days. Not every day is so glamorous and yep. exciting. And some days is just a day. And once I had become okay with that, I started making life more adaptable. And you know Jimmy G uh, yeah. with the beard, right? So yeah, 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 he yeah. says his name. So, you know, he, he was an absolute... You know, huge help to me at the beginning of this process because, you know, I had this time around, I, I, I had, uh, it was about four years ago, you know, and I had been through program after program and I complete them. Yeah. That's right. my problem. Yeah. Structure, like, structure is okay. You get out of the structure and you have to deal with daily life. Yes, that's right. What's when it goes to shit? Sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's like being institutionalized. The same type of thing. You can yeah. go, go do prison. It's easy. You get outside and it's hard. You go do programs. It's easy. It's the same thing. Yeah, I, I got someone telling that. me what to do. Yeah, I don't have so easy. They're they're making me be accountable, but it's easy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely, it's yeah. easy because they're watching me now when right. no one's watching me. But it's it was in oh, the book wanted- all those times talked about communicating and speaking with the sponsor. All these things were in the book all those times I read them and reread them and talked about them. Yep. 
But like Mikey Smith would say, on the back of the Duncan Hines box, when you go to bake the cake, if you skip one ingredient, you don't get a cake. So I was wondering why I wasn't getting <laughs> there, you know good. what I mean? Yeah, but I, I wasn't like using that aspect of it. I might have been following all of them. I might have been doing more than what Chapter 5 says, half measures avail us nothing. I may have been doing everything except in, entertaining that whole sponsorship thing. Mm. And it's like, am I going to ask a guy out on a date? Yeah. And yeah. then you fumble with this because we come into AA broken, right? And then they tell us to get a sponsor. And you have to agree with me. Spon- getting a sponsor can be like dating. Oh, you it's... need to understand that if on your, your first asking of that gentleman or woman, if that's okay, now you exchange phone numbers, you communicate via text or phone call, and then you meet at the coffee shop. If on that first time you got a bad vibe, you need to have the courage to end that relationship and yeah. start a new one elsewhere. Yeah. Because I am an absolute example of going through the steps numerous times with people, and I have this pride thing. Like, I owe it to him. I have to go through it. Yeah. And I would. I walk through the motions. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then what's, what, what purpose does it serve? Because all you're doing now, I've come to realize that the money is not what I'm looking for. It's time. Yeah. I don't got much of it left. So time's more valuable greatest to me commodity. than money. Yeah, greatest so, commodity. So I, I just gave mm. up those times. Yeah. You know, and so now I, I had created a system of rituals in this time around for me. And Jimmy said to me at the beginning at the coffee shop, he said, when we... You know, how come every time you go back to work, when you clean up your act, they give you a job and you're responsible for a crew of men, you know, and for that, the safety of those men and for the job to be profitable. How come you take so much pride in that shit? He goes, how come you can't take that much pride in yourself? Because you're essential to be there, to be that guy you want to be. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then when I get home, it's like nighttime, you go into bed and you start reflecting. You're like, that Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, he's... So, you know, we so, revisit these things. And do you truth- think it was a lack of willingness that you, you know, you think there's a... I, I think that there's so many variables. I think it's like anything. I don't think there's one thing that I can pinpoint, but I think pride, I, an ego. Mm. So, an ego, so you would you would not particularly like this individual, yet you would follow through with the commitment that you made and therefore not get what you were supposed to get out of it. Oh, yeah. And that, well, that had happened in the past quite a few times. And I was only touching on that because I do think ultimately when you do get like to the sober house and you're ready to go on your own, if you're not really plugged in with a a group of people, Mm. in other words, the biggest and most successful businesses don't have one ego running it. They have a committee, a board of trustees, right? A panel. Some of the brightest minds collaborate together. So why aren't we putting that same effort into our lives, right? How many drug dealers phone numbers you have? Right. So I started to really need to implement these strategies into my life and take it serious because like yeah. I, I, I when I, I'm very passionate about things, people know that. And Jimmy started pushing buttons. He knew what he was doing. Right. He knew he could charge oh, yeah. me up. So he says, Mikey, let's draw some parallels. He goes, you know how you got like that blueprint on the job site? And I goes, yeah. He goes, well, we got one right there. It's a big book, Alcoholics Anonymous. All right. That's pretty cool. And then he says, you know, you got your sponsor, you got your engineer. You know, so So we started drawing parallels. What he was trying to do, and this is what I now, how I use this application in a lot of things that I'm reluctant to do, is I try to make it a way of life. I try to make a lifestyle out of it. In other words, if it's essential that I participate in these things, I can't have it be such a gruesome thing to go through. Oh, I don't want to go to a meeting tonight. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Oh, you make I don't it, want to go to the gym. You make it a, a lifestyle. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's what he started to, to, to try and gas me up by drawing some parallels about something. 
he made it he made it attractive to you and interesting to you because he equated it to to something that you that you are passionate about your work your you yeah and the other factor is for 10 years prior i had been plugged into a network with you guys right so when and this is important the failure is not in falling down it's not getting back up so Yes, I, I kept important. I kept coming back around, and at the beginning, my first bout with sobriety, I had gotten a couple of years sober, and I'd see the guys that now we won't mention them, but we can all think of a few that would just like endlessly come to meetings wrecked, and I'd be like, "Why would you come here high?" I'd be like, <laughs> "Why don't you go somewhere else? Like, why would you want to?" Uh, but I've been there, I've but gone high. I became that guy. Yeah, like yeah. even though I needed the medicine to get off E. I knew where my heart wanted to be. Yeah. I didn't enjoy being the man that I had become, and I right. wanted what you had, mm-hmm. you know? So I started doing, you know, coming around and becoming that guy. So Jimmy had a history of me, and, and, and he knew, you know, what I was about and some of the things and, that could get me to rock. You I'm know? telling you, sometimes that's the best way to be sponsored. Because if I, I like to work with guys that I know their story. Because I can read something and say, hey, do you remember when you did this? Absolutely. Well, that's what they're talking about right there. And they're like, oh, yeah. oh. Right. Yeah, so again, fall back to the sponsorship thing. Because I can't imagine I'm the only guy that ever had this be such an obstacle in recovery. Because it's an essential no, element. Sure. Yeah. It's an essential element. It's yeah. told to us numerous times in the literature. right? And, and yet I struggled with this. Now, if... Again, we talked about in professionalism, you'd have coaches and yep. mentors. So I needed to explore this. So this is where I was at last time. I'm at like my dealer's house or a friend's house. You know, everybody knows the guy. So I'm at like a buddy who has the guy that comes all the time. Yeah. And yeah. I'm there <laughs> and I'm yeah. stuck. And it's like the holidays and I'm in that spot where I'm hopeless. I mean, I'm like, it's the fifth holiday season. I've done this to my poor mother. I'm not going to get emotional. And uh, and I'm broken, right? (laughs) And I'm broken and I'm there again. It's not like this was my first try. And I'm like, I have been doing this for years, torturing everybody that has my last name and that cares about me. Mm -hmm. And uh, people have been telling me I'm going to die. You know what I mean? And I was like... Bring it. Like, maybe it would, like, soften the blow here. I don't need to, like, you know, deal with all of this depression in my head, all the noise, the voices, you know? Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's, that's what you, you don't see, the, the, the devastation that you cause around you, the, the people who love you, you know? Yeah, that's absolutely. We don't see the, t- you know, we see what's in front of us. We don't see what's behind us. When, you know when, I, mean? I, when I was getting, when I was relapsing my last run, basically beginning to go on my last run, and, uh, you know, my, I was living with my aunt and uncle who just lost his son. <clears throat> One thing that struck me big time was he said, it just brought it real. You know what I mean? He says, well, who's going to pay for your funeral? You ever think of that? Your father can't afford to pay for it. Your mother's got nothing. She's in, she ain't going to pay for it. Mm. That's $10,000. Who's going to come up with that money? I was like, Ugh. you know what I mean? It's real. Truth. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You've got to look at things like that sometimes. Like, and it's hard, it's hard to do, especially when you're in the shit. But yep. mm. <clears throat> excuse me. You get those brief moments. Yeah. It's you just, know? That was just like a moment of like clarity. I don't know if it's clarity, but it was just like, whoa. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So four years ago, we're in Quincy. We're roaming the streets. And, uh, you know, I still had some, some dough when I was out there. In my head, it was always like the money was the answer. 
Yeah. You know, so in yeah. my head, I still had money. But there was always about three weeks before I made this decision. Eddie, uh, Eddie C. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, Mike, I've been watching you for a long time. And he goes, you have this resiliency about you. And he says, you're going to live. And I go, huh? I'm like deer in the headlights. I'm like, huh? He goes, you're going to live. He goes, you ever see that guy walking around with a backpack and the camo, 65 years old, long hair, beard, strung out? You're going to live. And again, just like every other conversation, <laughs> yeah. I yarr him or whatever. Oh, I give him, you know, oh, good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I walk away and I'm like, wow. Yeah. I do you, not want to Because you've like seen this. that guy. And yeah. now, yeah. And I look you, up to him too. And I mean, I, I, now it's compounded with all these other elements, these variables I speak of that I have, you know, built up inside me. And I'm like a pressure cooker. I'm going to blow one way or another. Yeah. It's which way are you going to direct the sale? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm flying no matter what. So I, at, at, at this point, I'm like, I'm out there and it's cold out. And I remember picking up the phone and calling this kid that was into like real Christian stuff in this group that I'm in, Savin Hill at the time. And I, you know, that wasn't, I wasn't a big church guy. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, I, this is where I believe I had been intervened. Like, I don't, I'm not sure. I do believe there's something, you know, out there because on my own doing, I wasn't able to get there. You know, but um, I picked that phone up and called this guy probably for the, one of the first times ever. And uh, he talked me off that proverbial ledge. It g- gave me the courage to call my kid's sister. And this time, uh, you know, I had like a half a Suboxone. I had the dough to do more stuff or to get more Suboxones. I just knew me. And I remembered like when I was at this turning point, I remembered all those times that I told myself I was so sick. And then I ate like a quarter of a Suboxone and I was not sick. And, like, all those times I had to have three Suboxins to get off E. Like, I sold myself this stuff for so long. But I knew inside I was lying lying to myself the whole time for the longest time. So, you know, it was. I knew I didn't need more than a half. And I'm living proof off of a screamer, uh, one that could hurt a lot of people. And, you know, I don't bother telling all the stories because more than likely you probably wouldn't believe them. And yeah, I, you right, know, right. I know when I hear other people's outrageous stories, I'm like, eh, I don't know, uh, you storyteller. And that's why I choose yeah. today <laughs> to be more about the solution. Again, my whole lifestyle has changed. At one time when it was medallion time, I'd round up the masses. Hey, come celebrate me. Look at me. I'd tell you I was going to get sober and open up mm-hmm. halfway houses. And I had all these aspirations. And this time around, oh, I yeah. got more private about things. In other words, I truly believe. I'll show you. I'll show you. The proof. Mm. I don't need, yeah. like, unless you're walking this journey with me, I don't need your validation anymore. But for so long, I needed people to say, you're handsome. Oh, I see a lot in you. You have potential. <laughs> and what is this yeah, potential yeah. you speak of? Because yeah. I can't seem to find it. Yeah. So, like, all of this stuff, the <laughs> problems and the solutions were in, in me. But I had to take a good look at the man in the looking glass. And for so long, I wanted to spit when I was brushing my teeth. I'd be walking to the job site, and I could see the reflection of the high-rise building. It's like a mirror, and I'd look over, and I'd be like, who's that gremlin? And it was me. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'd cross the street to get away from me. You know what I mean? So, And I'd also beat up a guy that treated me the way I treated myself. So I needed to take a good look at these factors and start changing them. But again, in no grandiose way on a daily basis. I needed to be simple about this. I always, and I still do, I'm passionate about things. I have high hopes, right? But like I know today I can't get there 
without a whole bunch of steps. And and it's it's crazy. Like I've <clears throat> I've watched it a million times. You know, young kid comes in, just getting out of treatment, moving into the sober house. He wants to get up to the top of the ladder, but he don't want to touch one rung on the way up. Absolutely. You know, and some of them do achieve it. Absolutely. You know, some of them do achieve it, but I've also seen them lose it just as quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, again, why I choose not to. I've seen people become personal coaches when, on Facebook and get 5,000 followers. And, you know, I'm not saying that this is a thing for that happens in all of these cases. But what happens oftentimes, and we see it in politics, people can have the most righteous motives. Uh-huh. And now you've got 5,000 people messaging you, maybe some cute girls. Maybe you start, you're human. Yeah. You want all of that. Do you know what I mean? So maybe, mm. and I see people stray and then fall off. And that's no, why I keep, I, I know what I want to do with my life. I want to help others. And if there's anything that's the reason I'm here is because in my last year, I hadn't been that active in going to meetings and I sponsor a couple guys. And these couple guys have showed me that what I do as far as working on my own recovery is mere. It's tiny. Yeah. These guys, all of the suggestions I give them, they do it and it blows my mind because guys have been giving me suggestions for years and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But like these guys are doing it and the funny part is, not the funny part, this is the realistic part. I wasn't doing the shit. I was yarring you to death and I wasn't getting the results, right? Mm -hmm. I'm wondering why I'm Zach in a Burger King bathroom. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, And this kid's doing it and he's getting results and I'm like, wow. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's that's it what I mean. Work. We draw more <laughs> sometimes from the guys we help, and isn't that yet our insurance policy to it's, stay hot sober to help another alcoholic on a daily yeah. basis? Well, you know? well, I think uh, I think that it's it's real simple uh, as far as liking yourself because you can't like yourself if you're doing shitbag things all the time. If you do something that is worthy of respect, respect yourself for it. And you just put the next one on top of that one. And after a while, you become someone who you respect. You mm. know what I mean? And that's how it, how it was for me. I, I started to like myself a little bit. You I started to. to realize that I was a pretty good guy I, because I was acting myself right. into right thinking. <laughs> exactly. You know Absolutely. I, mean? I agree with you. You can't <laughs> think yourself into right acting, but you can act yourself into right thinking. Right. But Absolutely. the acting takes, <laughs> yes. it takes a little it. time. Yeah. You know, yeah. You just got to give time time. Act as, act as if. As if someone's always watching no matter what. Yeah. You know? yeah my father Fagan. used to say that to me, and he's not in recovery, but when I first came back around this time, he goes, Mike, just pretend there's a camera on you at all times. It's true. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, well, it's a little extreme. But Dad, it holds but, you accountable. <laughs> but when you, I started, like, it, I'd be reminded during my actions of my father and I's conversation a few years ago when he first said it to me, and then I'm like, when I do something, I'd be like, no, pick that thing up, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I started talking to myself about it. I mean, in psych, right. we do yeah. it. Science. We talk to ourselves. That's why I love this open mic situation here. So since you just talk, said that, it makes me think about, about loving yourself, right? We just talk about that for a minute. You know, and this is something else that I had failed to do. And I see so many others be way too hot on yourself. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? You've you got to remember that this is uh, the willingness alone. You don't get a pat on the back. But what? You, but but it's it's an it's an accomplishment because not everybody has that yet. Right. So when you get the willingness, you need to treat yourself well and within yep. the confines of your circumstances. In other words, like at four years sober, I treat myself with a T-bone steak maybe or something to that effect. But at go. six months sober, 
that was not an option. It wasn't in the cards. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. You know what I mean? I'm at 17 and I can't get a T-bone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Sometimes quickly, leave. sometimes slowly. I don't slowly. anyway. But the reason, see, when stuff occurs to me to, to, to pull so, some sort of scumbag move or something I wouldn't respect, the reason I don't do it is because I am watching. You know what I mean? And I love the person that I am. The identity that I choose today mm. is a person who don't do that type of shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, and, I, and I like that about myself. That, that little voice gets louder and louder the more you listen to it. Absolutely. It's always That's there. Right. It's always there. But when we, you know, we're out there ripping and running, we, you know, we're stuffing drugs on top of it and we don't hear it. And then mm-hmm. that starts to clear away and, you know, you hear it. Like, you know, if you have to... I'm sure I said it to you a a ton of times over the years. If you have to stop for a millisecond and think that it's wrong, it's wrong. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go, should I? It's wrong. That's that that hesitation. (laughs) And again, science. There's like it's a little pause. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot that gut feeling. Yeah, they thought for years before we had the technology that that was just a coincidence. But they know now that you have just as many neurons in your belly as you do in your brain, and they're connected. Mm, so that mm. icky feeling, it's just science. It's supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, right. When you hesitate, it's because you know. Exactly. You know what I you mean? Know. But, but again, it just t- it takes a long time. And for me, I, I always knew a lot. Being half intelligent was uh, a thing that got in my, no matter it, where I go, there I am. And I, I gets know Gets in it. your way. So somebody tell you something, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I see more about myself now working with other people. When I get a kid in front, a guy in front of me, and I'm speaking and he, yeah, 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 I know, I know. I'm thinking like, well, how after you know? I haven't finished talking yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but yet I was once that guy. I know. Do you know, know what I mean? So, so you got to kind of. So, but it, it, give, it builds up more to my to foundation because it reinforces that thing inside me that once told me I don't want to do that anymore, behave mm-hmm. that way. And now I'm stronger in behaving that way because I see how non-appealing it looks when someone else behaves that way. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, mm-hmm. I had all my information receptors shut off. So people be telling me shit. And if mm-hmm. you know, then you don't look. So now that's I have right. such an open mind about things. If we discuss something that seems of interest, more than likely I'm going to go home and do a little homework on it. I'm going to start looking it up. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? I'm going to see where the sources come from. I want to see if this information I believe is to be valid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do a right. lot of homework. Very rarely will you see me post something that I hadn't gone at the bottom of that article, read all of the sources' links, and yeah. all of their links. And if at one association it's from some bullshit site, I won't bother posting it. I don't believe in misinformation. I believe mm. that we're – I mean, I see so many times that today Facebook's making something thing and you can, or they're going to have rights to all your pictures if you don't trust me. I talk to my lawyer and they're copying and sharing all these things. Yeah. There's an algorithm. Only 25 of my friends see my post, yet they have a post yesterday with 120 likes. So how is that possible? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And how would, if, yeah. if all we do on Facebook is copy and share, how would copy and sharing a post be the thing that's going to change the algorithm if that's all we do is copy and share posts? Like, so we spreading mass information with no research and like you read the article heading and before you read the article, you share it because the heading had some cool thing in it. Clickbait. Yeah, that's you know, clickbait. That's a problem. So, so again, like I just right. think that it's very important 
and for me anyway, that I, I, I do homework on the things yeah. that I believe yeah. in. And again, I'm passionate about a lot of things. So it's funny. I fell into that trap. I'll read the headline and be like, oh, wow, that sounds like a good article. Click on it. Be like, that article has nothing to do with the hell it says yeah, on the headline. Yeah. And I'm, I'm ready to share it. Yeah, and I, now it's like no, and this I've, is a disease. This, this social media oh, thing. I mean, you see yeah. some of these guys. They see. I mean, I know you watch the videos I watch, and mm. I mean, you'll see some of these guys that Simon Sinek does an awesome one talking about like the the science behind what happens to you when you're looking at that white screen and how often we look at it, and be, I, beyond the the data could potentially be going through your brain wirelessly that you can't see. Besides those things. It's, it's, it's taking all my time. It's taking my time right now. Listen. Are you guilty of this? I scroll to the bottom, and then there's a dot like you can't scroll no more. And then I hit the back button in the most recent, and I do it again. And I'm starting to reread the same posts. I'm addicted to this bullshit Facebook. Listen, I watch mm. my daughter. I limit her screen time. As soon as I go to take that phone away, she's a different kid. Or the tablet. It's like, all right. You're going to get an hour. And some days, she's completely, okay, closes it, no big deal, when when I keep her on that limit. Yeah. But if she gets more, gets a little more, gets a little more, she starts to, I see the behaviors like I would act for drugs. Here's a little tip that I, I always use with my son when he was young. <clears throat> you give him a warning. All right, you got five more minutes. Okay, it works so well. I don't know why. Yeah. Then they know, you know. Yep. But if and you surprise them with it, ah! Oh, yeah. that, you're, actually, you're, <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. If I say, hey, a few minutes, you're going to shut that off. Okay, Dada. But if I go to take it away, just like we are, you take it away from us, we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? And I can't imagine. I mean, then, you, you know, if it's not the phone, it's the computer. If it's not the laptop, it's the video game system. Mm. I mean, what happened to capture the flag? Dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, we didn't have these things. and But the other thing that we need to realize, too, us being from a different generation, is that is the future. Oh, absolutely. So as much as people that are, are our age and older seem to be so against this electronic way, you need to know that if these kids don't play the video games, they're going to go to school and get picked on because they're the only kid that's not playing the video yeah, game. But it's crazy because <clears throat> there's, like, no more human interaction. Oh, without you a know? doubt. Like, I... I I put I put up a post today. Um, it was Kinley's birthday. Went up to Square One Mall. <clears throat> she spent some time with her mom. And I'm walking around the mall, right? So that they could have their time. And, you know, I'm I'm holding her hand and I'm looking and there's no one else in this whole entire mall doing that. And it's like, what happened? Mm. All this swipe left, swipe right. Absolutely. Like, there's no more intimacy. Like, it's relationships and, and sex, and it's it's throwaway. Well, that's what Just I like mean. Everything it's no else communication, in isn't it? That's no what I mean about the sponsorship. Yeah. Thing. Even the, and on all aspects in life, it seems that we fail or falter. It seems to be the ill communication. Mm. Again, n nothing I ever entertained before, but the lack like of Ma getting Bell. to know what... Every, I need to know that everybody... I had to come to understand that everybody knows something I don't, right? You know how to know it all, right? So it's some of my best conversations that are a guy at the corner store. I attract them. Oh, Do you know what I mean? It'll I be know. some random in a wheelchair. <laughs> and he'll be like, hey, sir. And then we start talking and I give him my all. Wait, oh, you know what I mean? always said that. Like, Mike, how do you get these people? 
just the way, you know. Me too. It's, but I will give them a few minutes. I man. do the same, man. And some of my, the most, again, the this one of the last year, this guy that I spoke of that had really motivated me. Uh, we had been rewind now two years ago, but two years ago for a couple months actually. Uh, I'm coming out of work through the city, and I'm at the Mass Ave intersection, Molina Cass. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're all out there, like, you know. The methadone mile. And, uh, and ama- again, you're talking to a guy that, in my bad times, I hung out there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I had been out there. Now, I didn't hold a sign, pride. Yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, right. I just went to work and spent my own money and uh, man- manipulated. And, yeah. But you, know, but you knew you could go there to get what, exactly what you were yeah. looking for. So it's like I got like an empathetic feel. I'm at the set of lights. I see the sign, and I know I'm not giving them a dollar because in my head I'm like, if they gave me a dollar when I was in that condition, I wouldn't be going to get a sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I offered just that. I says, guys, you want a sandwich? And one of the guys says, I'll take a sandwich. He says, well, meet me down at McDonald's. And I give, buy him a burger and give him a finna. And then... uh you know, and then the the, ne- the next day I see him again, and uh, maybe two days later, and now I'm like, hey, PJ. And, uh, you know, I think we grabbed a sandwich, went to the smoke shop, bought a pack of smokes, and and uh, and I remember at the time I still had, like, some scars on my arms, and he was impressed with my truck and that I was a union member, you know. And, uh, oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, come on, man. I was like, it might seem like a lot. It's just smoke and mirrors. Yeah. And, uh it's available to to them too you know so i says i says what i say all the time to people i goes listen here's my phone number right i goes i did live out you know on the streets i this is all new what you see here and it's not by my own doing it's by what somebody else gave me their phone number like did the same thing Mm -hmm. he says so all i can tell you is i'll share with you the same information they shared me and I will take care of all the external factors in your life that you think are going to prevent you from going to treatment. I will walk through this whole process right beside you. I gave him my phone number. No one ever calls. I do this all the time. And I say the external factor thing because if you're anything like me and any like the people I work with, they can't go to treatment because they got a kid. Got the job. They're homeless. Oh, yeah. The kid's been in custody of someone else for years <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. but they can't go to treatment. And they yeah. got a job. Yeah. but they. So I always say, I'll take care of that. And I'm a pretty trustworthy guy and i do have taken care of bank accounts and all yeah. those external factors and different than most of the other people that call because usually they call for a ride in 20 bucks yeah again and i'm not generalizing people in a group i i do love helping people but a lot of the times i feel like i see the things that get done to me because i was doing them to others in the past so if you're yeah, just trying not to use me for solution and to <clears throat> change your life and you're trying to use me to benefit your ill motives or your bad behaviors, so to speak, I don't want to be part of it. Do you know what I mean? And I kind of get a vibe because I used to be that guy. Right. So this guy calls me five days later, and he was like, hey, man, I thought about what you said. So I got him into treatment, and and, and I'll I'll, 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 I'll shorten up the story because it's like most of us. The first time he calls me three months into it, and he's in a bathroom. He's in the holding, and they're smoking crack. And he's got to leave. Yeah. He's a smoking crack. And I goes, well, where are you going to go? Home, he says. I goes, well, well, where is home? You know? 
And, and, and he went. I had to let him go because you can't force your hand. When I never forced your hand with me, I just I, I did my own thing. Yeah, right. You know right. I mean? It yeah, has to be on your own willingness, I truly believe. Like, you can be coerced by the government through silver bracelets or the man in the black dress swinging the clack gavel. Like, you can have some coercion. The union might make you get into a program. But if you're mm-hmm. not willing, it's not going to—you're you're not going to evolve the way that I believe God wants us to. Willingness you know? is the first, the first thing you need, Yeah, I believe. So, <clears throat> so it's just been a it's it's been a long, interesting road. So, what ended up happening with that was it? Three months, or did did you have no? Hit no, I mean again? it's a remarkable story. Yeah, he called. Yeah, he called back, and and I like to explain it. I'm a talker, so I, I I like to explain it in a way that others can understand and identify with it. It took him like a week to call because he was in there and he was like, "This is the only guy that's ever helped me." Yeah, I burnt him. Like he didn't burn me, man. You burnt yourself. Like I'm still here going to work. I mean, that's the moral of the yeah, story of the big yeah. books of Alcoholics Anonymous. After he helped scores of people, he says, "Lois, no one stayed sober." And he says, "Bill, you're missing the point here." Yeah, you, you know what I mean. And that's yeah, the insurance yeah. policy on staying sober. It yep. doesn't have to be helping an addict. You can be helping someone cross the street. Anybody. When I'm at work, this is what Jimmy Green did. He man, he really helped me draw passion into this. And he says, when you you know, and here's one of my things. When we're at work and and I see a guy, an apprentice down there struggling with something, I don't do this number. You know what I mean? Or I go, go down or, and help him. Or go, hey, <laughs> check him out. Yeah, we don't yeah. make fun of him. Yeah. We go, it's a brotherhood, man. We go help. Mm. We teach, we mentor. You know what I mean? So why wouldn't we be doing that? And other facets of our lives. So, yep. so anyway, he called me back finally and told me and, and, uh, that, that he's, he wanted another opportunity to get into treatment. So that day I got him in treatment and we go through the process and it was a tough one for him. It was the wrong time of year. So he got held up in there for a long time. Uh, he got cancer and it was wow. on, and it was on his skin and, 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 uh, and he went to the doctor and got that stuff taken care of over the course of a long period of time quitting time i would have quit i would have quit in yeah. those conditions yeah. and, uh, maybe not with the, the the man that i have become today but at, in the past i know in those circumstances i was always using looking for an excuse sometimes it was like I, i'd stop going to meetings because like the chairs were cold or like you know what i mean like i'm <laughs> living off yesterday's sobriety i'm like there aren't enough girls at this meeting Coffee i'm not sucks. going so those my intentions weren't pure. Yeah, Screw exactly. If you're going, the chairs they do are say it ta- whatever it takes to get you there, but it's usually so once you're there, you're hooked. Right. <laughs> but, but like, to us, those are legitimate gripes. Oh, yeah. Like, no, that fucking, it's a funny smell in there, man. I'm not going back in there. When it's probably fucking you that smells. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's probably a step up from the way you, you the places you've been, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anyway, long story short, and I'll say this, long story shorter is, <laughs> is uh, long story long, is, uh, is in this process, his mother passed away, and he called me that day, and, uh, you know, I said things to him like, I'm not that creative, I'm not that smart. I believe all these things are inside all of us, and mm. they channel from other people. And and I just said, I believe your mother would want, you know, you to stay here and make you the best. And I believe if your counselors see that, you're willing to stay, maybe they'll let you go. And in fact, that's what happened. He stayed, <laughs> oh, yeah. and they let him go. And... He participated in a whole bunch of programs that, like when he was at the Sullivan House, he called me and said, I'm doing this uh, outpatient group 
And I thought, again, I draw from my past. I'm like, he must be bullshitting me to get me to believe, like, on board he's all in. Right. Because I used to do stuff to that effect to try to get people to believe me. I, it's just such a madness. From, this was my experience. I was always trying to be somebody else to satisfy everybody else. And, and I always, I could be in a room full of people, be like, what's up, Mike? And I'd sit down and feel alone. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. So, Is, isn't, sure. it, isn't it a great feeling to, at one point, realize you're not being who you are? And to actually, like, I, I, I want to be who I really am now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like morphing into somebody else. Like, I've, I've completely switched up everything in my recovery, in my life, and it's, I've, I've never felt better. Remember Glenn? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. My boy, Molly Glenn, yeah, yeah. right? All right. I'm, do, I'm not doing last names, even though these guys all use their last names. But they, uh, you know, he used to say, if you want to know how somebody really is, ask their wife. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And like Whitney is a great example. Like, you know, when I see the surprise in her of my behaviors and situations, even interactions like going to family parties, like mm. I, 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 I have problems with anxiety and awkwardness and I, don't, I can't explain it, but I don't like I want to be invited. I want to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be included, but, like, I won't want to stay the whole time. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but now I've become more comfortable with myself. Like, and I'll tell you this. A lot of the times I was going because I had to. Now I go because I want to. Yeah, this is so yeah. much of it's me just, has well, changed. Now, what is like that? What is that? That's a shift in perception. Absolutely. And it's taken the course yeah. over time. And that's why if on day one I had the expectations of being the man that I am today, it's ludicrous. You need to know that yeah. this is a, a journey, and the journey of a million yep. miles begins with a single step. And it's and it's gonna fucking go this way and that way, and you're gonna end up back on it. You know what I mean? But it, as long as you don't pick up, you and dude, you know, all, you know, I've been through everything that could possibly happen, and I'm still here. Yeah, absolutely. For, and for you've a always reason. been plugged in, and again, that communication factor—you have legs out there, mm. you got you got roots out there. You know what right, I mean? Right, like for yeah. you to disappear, be hard. For me to disappear today, be hard. Right. You know, people be looking for me because I have people that love me and care about me because I love and care about them and myself for exactly. the first time ever. Exactly. That's right. On the yep. for the first three months, I was super needy. I remember getting mad at Timmy Briggs. I thought he was driving Billy Powers to a meeting, and he didn't include me. You know, and, and I was upset about it. And when I said it to Eddie, he goes, but, Mike, you have to think about this. They've been doing this for a couple of years now, and now you show up and you expect to be invited. He said, go to a few meetings, and more than likely, on the third one, they'll invite you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. And, again, so every few months I have changed, and it's still happening now. Every, there's like stuff that right now it does not own me as it did last summer. Exactly. And I know today that that's what gives me hope about today's pressures. I know that this isn't here. It's it's not permanent. Mm. I, I believe in impermanence, right? I believe so much of uh, this is all inside us. I'll say this. We don't give ourselves enough credit. We started talking about it a little while ago. And, and I do think it's super important. Like... 
you know, not to just give your sponsor the credit and God the credit and the program. I mean, I hear people speak from the program, from the thing, and it sounds like they're reciting a story. But, like, give yourself some credit. Yeah. Because, like, I had God, I believed in God and my parents loved me and all that shit. And I still got high over and over again because I wanted to. I didn't love me. I wasn't willing to, like, look at things and have an open mind. Mm. So, like, that's why I choose to believe these daily rituals that I keep speaking of. What we do on a daily basis, how we do anything is how we do everything. So I need to, I got the fog lifted, right? So now I need to, like, fine-tune on a daily basis. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. in, the, in the Far East, they have this uh, seed, and it's a real hard seed, and uh, the bamboo seed, all right, the Chinese bamboo seed, all right, and they plant it in the soil, and, uh, and they got to water and fertilize this, and they have to do it every day. If they skip a couple days, the seed will dry and die. And they do this for five years, and nothing comes out of the ground. You imagine all the neighbors looking around going like, hey, look at Chris Mandeville over there watering the dirt again. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big joke. You're the laugh of the neighborhood, right? Mm. And after five years, it sprouts. And within six weeks, it's 90 feet tall. So my question to you is, did it grow 90 feet in six weeks or in five years? You know what I mean? And these are the things that sometimes we don't give enough credit and value to. On some of these bland days and some of these days that we feel less than or we struggle or just, for me, I, 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 I've come to terms with just an okay average day. And I don't know like what I really ever expected. Right. Like I'm not sure exactly what my conception or expectation was that I wanted out of a daily life. But again, with the, what I have around me i'm making the best of what i have and i i enjoy being alive today yeah where everything I, else felt like a chore i mean to me there was a time it was a chore to eat it's like we could push it we'll put it all in a blender we talked about mm. you know just drink it down just to get the nutrition <laughs> everything sucked yeah, Do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and we have that thing i we talked about it before now that's what i love about science like and i'm not a degree holder or a college grad but i like to read a lot and i read a lot of these science things and and they do. They've plugged up these brain things, these apparatuses to people's brains, and they have them surf the internet and look at porn and watch Facebook. And they can see uh, the neurons firing in your brain, and they can see the amount of serotonin and dopamine that's released in your body. It is science behind this. You're getting the same thing that happens when you read Facebook that you happened right before a car accident or that rush before a first kiss. I mean, you're getting the same, same thing. So yeah. you're manipulating your body. You know yeah, what they, I mean? They have it down. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it it is it is very interesting to me. Like, what's when you put that into perspective and you start to think, well, maybe I should put the phone down. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. To touch on what you were talking about before, I've heard it said, and I forget who said it. It might have been Tony Robbins, I think, or something. But most people overestimate what they can get done in a year. Tony Robbins. Most people underestimate what they can get done in a decade. Absolutely. You know? So if you if you just put one foot in front of another, another over time, give time time, and you get there. Yeah, because right. the, there's, there's got to be failures, you know? Like like you were talking earlier. Imagine if people gave up after their first failure. Oh, we yeah. wouldn't have shit. Look, look at the 
You wouldn't have Speaking YouTube, literature. Uber, Airbnb, SpaceX. All of these companies Amazon. had failed. Oh, Jeff Bezos failed numerous times. You, you know? know, and again, but was his vision? It may have been to have the whole world buying stuff from him, but mm. you have to be understanding of what's around you and available. And at the time, his best option was to sell books and get his name out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I've mm. read a lot on this guy, and he's it's interesting because way back then he wrote about that he wanted it to be just like it is right now. 20 years ago, he wrote it down in a book. And it's like hard to imagine. It's like, what does this guy like predict the future? Yeah, no Sadamas. Yeah. But he didn't want to sell music because he knew that there were more books in the market than there were musics, and that books can be printed in 101 different languages. Mm. You know, and he knew that books were going to go to PDF file, and he could sell the hard copy or the electronic version. Like this guy had vision, mm. but failure—you have to embrace the failure. Yep. You know, and if you relapse, it's okay. But if you keep it to yourself, like I've relapsed and kept it to myself, right? Mm. And just built up and built up. And I even spoke a couple times. And I I remember being like, what a loser. And that spirals me to Mm. hide from people and get high for six more months and then come back. Yeah, right. But if I communicated on day one to a guy like you, I'm pretty confident you would have said, all right, Mike, it's one time. We can get back on track. And guided me through the process. But I didn't allow the sponsorship, the mentorship, the coaching, what I speak of, into my life. I right. blocked all doors. You know? So. Because yeah. why? Well, because I wanted to keep getting high. And, but but what else? Because you were worried about what people would think. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was always a fear I, of what people would think. That, that owned me for the longest time. I for know, the longest I, time. I know. I, I get it. I get it, dude. You know, I, I, I don't know, like, what I could have possibly want. Like, did I want to go be, like, an AA all-star? Uh, like, the detox. Like, I, I don't know what I had been thinking, but I had. We condition ourselves in to to uh, for a lifestyle. So, again, if you every day do things a certain way, more than likely tomorrow, if you've done it that's, that's, that way for a month, more than likely tomorrow, you're naturally going to do that. Mm. So I had naturally succumbed to this depressive mindset and this less than attitude for a decade. I was not worthy. And in my short little stints of sobriety, I'd get these seeds planted and I'd hear these people talk. And I knew that deep down inside I wanted that. Mm. But it sounded like hard work to me. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not sure if... There's, again, other possible variables like fear. You know, like they say there's a fear of being successful. Oh, yeah. There could be a yep. fear of, well, I don't know that I, I, maybe I didn't want to grow up. I can't give you the answers. You know what I mean? But I do know that once I st- stopped, and that's what I mean about getting private. I, I, I just ran an experiment. Like what could possibly happen? Like I've been doing my shit my way for the longest time, I'm getting half-assed results. I'm like, let me mix it up a bit. Let me get strategic here. Like, if you were going to go ask a loan for a bank for a business, they'd ask you for a business plan written down. Start writing some shit down. Start taking notes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So no bullshit, as corny as it may sound, first six months in a meeting, I had a little notebook in my back pocket. I pull it up. I almost brought one today. But... I, I also do believe that the truth comes from the heart. And even if I put it on paper, doesn't mean it's not true. But mm. I just chose to come here and speak from the heart. But there are, you know, I, I, I know that I needed to treat 
this shit seriously. And, and I know that I'm a guy that like, you can't have one thing missing. I got to have all the puzzle pieces. You know what I mean? So I started, if they said you should listen to some personal development, I went and I went and watched the guy live. You know what I mean? Like I did more than what they had suggested because I wasn't willing to let this fall apart. And that's where I'm at now. Do you know what I mean? Now I'm at a spot where I, I, you know, it's like, I'm a miracle. This where we're at today. Like if you were able to like witness, ask Whitney, ask my mother, ask my sisters, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? If you were able to talk to them in a heart to heart conversation, there were times where it, we, they were close to putting the rose on the casket. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, so for me to stand here today, not just being off of the stuff, but being willing to help others. And I, 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 I truthfully believe the more we share the love in all this corny shit that I used to joke about, but if you see someone at the corner store and you smile, right? right again, I always refer to the science stuff, but they've plugged their heads in, and when they smile, something happens in your brain. Something happens where it releases some chemical. I can't explain it. Talk to your doctor, but it's good to smile. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And it's also <laughs> contagious. So oftentimes when the person's walking down the street, they smile at me. For years, I would just look down. Today, I smile. I say, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I choose to try and be happy and share that. A compliment is corny as it sounds. Hey, man, I like your shirt. If someone said it to me for the longest time, I'd think they were effing with me. (laughs) I'd be like, is he fucking with me? Because to me, complimenting someone else was not in the deck of cards. I wasn't going to offer a compliment because I didn't love me. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to tell you I love you. But you have have no idea like what that could do to flip someone's day around. Absolutely. And that's why. people can be out there freaking hurting and they're not going to look like they are. Absolutely. Like, how right. many times did you look like you were hurt? I, dude, I can dress up a trash yeah. can. I go back to work. I buy myself a quick car because I make some decent money. But mm. then what? I'm a broken man. I'm a shell of a man. And that was me. The yeah. longest time I'd come back. And that's why it's so important to reach out. Like, because I'd come back. And if you go to a place where they don't know you, you might look all right. So yep. Dave Hellebert, he used to say, if you knew around here, stick your hand out. At the end of the meeting, or when he was doing the Lord's Prayer, at the end... It, if you're new around here, stick your hand out. And if you've been around here a while and you're not sticking your hand out, shame on you. And some people would think it's extreme, but it's the truth. Because if a guy like me walks through the door and you all just think I'm fine and you're not reaching your hand out to me, I'm more than likely not reaching my hand out to you. Yep. So now yeah. I'm a stranger, you know, amongst potential friends. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I right. mean? So I do think it's so important for us that have this love inside of us to share it i mean the bullshit's gonna be out there they're gonna argue about trump and the wall and democrats republicans and aliens and all this other bullshit and if you let yourself like i do sometimes i can lose hours oh yeah sometimes i look up at the clock and i'm like wait i thought you were trying to better your life mike i thought you were trying to 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 get go somewhere you're just stuck on this stupid thing and it's true I'm stuck on the stupid thing well, sometimes. Yeah. So how do you do it? You gotta you gotta make changes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've decided a while ago that I'm not gonna let something, anything that the news is gonna tell me, cause me to throw hate or anger at somebody else, because that is that really has nothing to do with my day to day life. You know, and and I don't know the whole story. You never will. Absolutely. What, and actually, you know what started me uh, is, is your story when you got. Um, he he rolled a truck. 
that happened to be have propane in it, right? And he had a couple of M80s in his backpack. <laughs> and you know what the news said? Propane truck rolls over, driver carrying explosives. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, that was 2009. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's what the news does for us. Thanks. Because they're just trying to sell. They're trying to That's sell. That's right. But unfortunately, not everybody has this perspective. Perception oh, no. is you guys and I. So yeah. I do believe it's our job to share that hope because there's a whole bunch of people that rely on that for their source of information and yeah. connection Absolutely. with other human beings. And I think that they simply uh, hate over things that they don't really have enough information about. So I think it's just that's important right. to share. That's that's what's up with me is like, yes, I'm in a union, but if you're a Republican, I don't hate you. I mean, I might hate Democrats. Like, I don't believe in the whole the whole process. I don't know why that we why can't we just elect the best leader? Why do we have to have a Democrat or a Republican? Yeah, right. Like, no matter what, that basically tells me there's going to be a divide. And like you said earlier, that's probably what they want. So that's let's exactly stop them getting what they want by spreading the love amongst us. But Spread the love, know maybe. this before we go: it's important that there's so many resources out there. You know, let's just talk about that when we close. Like this, yeah. I mean, you know, you can come on these. You can use this as a tool. Yeah, I mean, it really, it really right. can be a great tool to yep. watch these podcasts, to interact with some of these groups in recovery. Mm -hmm. But if you're struggling out there, or like me, this I'm trying to re kickstart my sobriety, so I'm trying to get back involved yeah. with some things. That's why I'm here today. The, the enthusiasm can leave. You know what I mean? You got to get it back. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of programs out there. My my buddy PJ, he went through this Moving Ahead program at the St. Francis House. Mm -hmm. well, there's tons of charities and foundations, but you know, reach out to somebody and use the resources. Yeah, that are like this there. this you know, we talk about twelve step programs. There's no monopoly on on recovery and being a good human through the twelve right. steps or, or, or spiritual or personal growth. There's yeah. a lot of avenues to go down. Just and, tons, uh, man. You know, just just go out there and find it. And like you said, the the, the internet, the, the devices are, are such a great tool because information is free. You know what I mean? Mm. And but uh, just make sure you get the right there. information. Well you know? keep keep looking. Yeah. Don't stop at one place and take it for for yeah, everything. That's keep it. Keep looking. Yeah. You know? But uh when you yeah. when when you don't act like a shitbag, things can get pretty good. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, baby. It's, so. a, it's a long, a long, uh, a long way from where we've been. That's for God, uh, I'm sure. Judge know? not, Crazy. lest you be judged. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So, lolterms.com. Like, subscribe, share. Share, um, please. You know, it's it. It's free. Yep. It's you know? free. It's free. We do it for free. This is free. You know, just trying to. Sh to to spread some awareness and uh spread and we, some love and we like it yeah it's all good <laughs> it's all good all right thanks all right, everybody. for having me thanks guys thanks guys peace I live in this